Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And back, back, back. Do you want to intro it or do you want me to intro it? No, you can intro it. Okay. Okay. Mm. Hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Quick Snap College podcast. I've had to meet Matthew because he is on once now trying to uh, disrupt the intro. Uh, Matthew, why don't you unmute and tell the good people how you are? Yes, I'm good, thanks. Um, I did not in- interrupt anything. Brett's just being a bit of a, yeah, bit of a wimp. I will literally un- like, upload this without any editing and I'll yeah, we'll tell the whole story. So I wouldn't lie to the lie to anyone, but we are back with a college football podcast. It has been um, two months, a little bit. And your tail lives got in the way. Yeah, little little bits, little bits and pieces have happened. I we was meant to do one before I went away, didn't. And then Matthew got really drunk, went to see some uh, country fella, I don't know the name of. Um, and Morgan Wallin. That guy, I suppose. Um, and yeah, we've we've uh, missed a lot of college football talking points. Um, uh, can I just say, I told you that Georgia would be being. That's my first thing. Okay. <laughs> well, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into everything that ha- has happened. Obviously, uh, selection Sunday was two Sundays ago now. I believe maybe it, it was. It was because um, no, uh, Navy Army Navy. Today is the Monday of bowl season beginning. I am so excited for bowl season. Uh, we've got that to talk about as well. Um, so first off, the actual games, Championship Sunday or Championship Weekend went a little. Weird, shall we say? Yeah. Washington, Oregon was an absolute classic. Great way to send off the Pac-12. Um, best conference this year, easily. Yeah. Not not really close, I'll be honest. I mean, the amount of teams that have like been competitive at times this year, been insane. Well, right. Um, and then Texas. <laughs> Texas did that to Oklahoma State. That was a beatdown. That, that was a beatdown. Um, then you had all your group fives, Liberty. Uh, that was a great game, by the way, in the conference USA title game. Like 46, 43-39 or something. Did Wild. not catch that one, but it's oh, like it's, an absolute it's great game. Uh, Liberty, Troy, won theirs. 
Uh, SMU upset Tulane. Congratulations to the Mustangs. Uh, let's hope we can still get Red Lashley on before he moves to the ACC. Uh, anyways, um, and then Big Ten, Michigan, Iowa. Did we really expect Iowa to do something? I can't. No. Okay. Can we? I want to start college game day. Who was it like? Obviously, there's five of them on the panel that do the picks. It's like there's Pat, Re, uh, there's Pat, Kirk, Lee, and then the guest. And the guest was the event, the Yvonne. And on, I don't know. You're looking you at me blank. I no, I don't. Can you tell this guy lives a very sheltered life and doesn't actually have social media? Who is it? He's a comedian. He... Is he? Yeah. I couldn't have told you that. All I remember from that Okay, well, yeah, yeah. And then, like, three of them picked Iowa. Iowa got shut out and Michigan won 26 nothing. I mean, they are now the number one team in the country because Georgia lost to Alabama and Alabama... Did not see that coming, by the way. What, the Georgia-Alabama game? After oh. uh, Considering where Alabama started at the start of the season and were arguably did not look like Alabama. They I was going to say they were and they finished strong. They were there were points all through the year that they did not look themselves. I mean, I think a lot of people have said, and I think we said it ourselves, this isn't like the most talent. This is probably the weakest Alabama squad in the next Saban era. We said that in the preseason, I think. Um, but like they just found a way. They did it. Like, I think Jalen Milrow has done. He's come on leaps and bounds realistically from where he was at the start of the year. I, I mean, I'll hold I watched, my hands up. Yeah. Again, I watched the Auburn game where yeah, it finished, where it finished off, and he threw a dart into the back of the touchdown for the go-ahead touchdown, and it was yeah. in. Again, the fourth and thirty-one play was yep one of the moments of the year. I mean, I'll hold my hands up. I'll say Jalen. I said Jalen Marrow was terrible, but the, honest, progre- the progression from the start of the year to the end of the year has been. To be honest, I knew nothing of the guy, so I couldn't say he was going to be great yeah. or he was going to be crap. But I think watching the first couple of games, I was skeptical. But again, they've played to his strengths. They've kind of brought the offense around his skill set and I think that's helped massively and I mean it, it, it it's paid and he's now got them to a place where college football no playoff. one thought they would be yeah college football playoff I mean well yeah do you know what? we'll open that kind of worms do they really deserve I, I mean yes they are the SEC champions yes they went 12 and 1 however Florida State went thirteen and zero, undefeated ACC champs, again being down to their third quarterback, like Brock Glenn. Again, again, didn't play that well, but still, we they won. Again, it's very much to do with ratings. I think if if what is it? Was it Jordan Travis? Yeah, uh, yeah, QB one for Florida State. Yeah, he yeah, if, if he'd have stayed if if he'd have stayed fit. I they I I've solely believe they would be there. They a hundred percent. And Pete, I think we were in the group chat, weren't we? And we were saying um, there is there is something to say. Obviously, if they lose like a star player or something, then it's kind of like oh well, we we want the best games for yeah. TV essentially. And essentially, mean, that's what it is. We said yeah, we said this like ESPN runs college football now. I mean. That that's basically what was admitted. I mean, when the BCS folded, or like not folded, but when the college football playoff was inaugurated to eliminate the BCS, the aim of the college football playoff was to bring in teams based on their resume, not based on how, not like a recency bias thing. So I think the Florida State snub is so, so unfair. And I mean, to every single, like, from Mike Norvell all the way down to the scout squad because everybody worked their backsides off all year, 13 and out. And it wasn't even like it was a paper soft schedule. They had to run the gauntlet against like LSU had 
LSU has the Heisman winner, Jaden Daniels. They had them weeks week one Sorry. when F- future Patriot Jaden Daniels. <clears throat> we'll get onto that. Uh, LSU like when that was week one, LSU were con- as considered potential national championship. I mean, I, I said that LSU would be up there, like SEC West winners by maybe two games. Mm. Uh, Clemson preseason, everybody was saying that they would be Florida State, Clemson in the ACC. Uh, who else did they have? They have. I'm pretty sure they had to go to Notre Dame as well. Again, a st- a tough, tough schedule for them to have. It's it's been. It's not like it's been all bad. Like they haven't faced. They've played good. Ter- yeah, they've played incredible. They've played very teams. good teams. I mean, I'm just going through the schedule now. They've had, they had to go to Clemson and won. Yes, it was in overtime, but. Will. Again, Clemson this year have not been a, a no. team. They they've been a middle of the road team. They played Duke. They played Miami. They played Florida, and they beat Louisville. Who coming into that game, I think they were favoured, but yeah. only like by like a point. But they were favoured against like FSU. But I just I don't like that. I like the expansion expansion obviously next year, but I don't like that. The, the college football playoff in this iteration went out the way that it did. I agree, but again, um, you. I think the thing is, you're going to have... You, the, the thing is, you are going to have games that are going to be competitive now, and that's... I, I understand it coming from, right, we want what's best. We want an advertisement for what's college football is about realistically that's what you want yeah it, again if you don't you i mean look at the flipping state of the quarterbacks in the nfl i, th- I can't oh. there are so many teams playing with second string quarterbacks it is ridiculous cleveland's on their fourth quarterback this year exactly with, with that we've had dtr pj walker deshaun and now joe, joe flacco walker. I and I'll I was gonna say that I think I said this on last week's um main show. Tom Brady was right. I'm just gonna straight up say that. I'll like I'll say that now and I'll say that again if I've said it again already. But Tom Brady was right. But can you please catch me up as to what Tom said? I usually don't miss oh, anything Tom said, but still <laughs> Brady said that the quality of the NF well, okay. So a lot of issues happened where Tom Brady said um, that the quality of the NFL has been diluted and no, it's not. Sorry, I have heard this, and yeah, you are right. It's because there are younger quarterbacks coming in, and the veterans have kind of gone out the league, and obviously now people are getting injured and stuff like yeah. that. It's just the whole but, quarterback play is just not. Fucking, it, it's not there. It's anymore. not good, but I think there are mitigating factors. Shall we say? But oh, we'll are, leave yeah. that for another episode. We'll leave that for another time, obviously, because we've got two oh, hundred, to, talk about. <laughs> to be honest, you could have a full thingy on that. You could oh, have yeah, a so that's a full that. debate. That is a whole debate that, like, a massive can of worms there. Um, with that college football playoff being all like sorted, bowl season's about, and the great news is, bowl season is available in the UK. Yes, thank Finally. you very much, Sky. It only took you 11, 12 weeks to fix it, but it has been fixed. Thank Better you. Better late than you. never. Thank you. Every single bowl game will be shown in the UK starting this Saturday at 4pm. Uh, I believe it is Georgia Southern against Ohio. Um, we will be trying to do a bowl pre- preview episode this week. All, all being well, yes. Yeah, it, that's on. That's it will even be... It will either be Thursday or Saturday morning. Thursday or Saturday morning. Wow. Okay, that's the, the, <laughs> wow. those are the leaks in my schedule. Oh, your shit. Okay, this this one's too uh, too high end for me now. Um, also, another thing to talk about with the end of the season. Obviously, we've got the transfer portal uh, has opened, and. A lot of names have gone in, and there are a lot of people who could be massive game changers. I mean, with the coaching side. Are you going to first tell me what we were talking about 
earlier, please. We'll Hold get to that. We, we will get to that in a second. I'll, I'll tell you what we was going on about. But with the coaching cycle changes, I mean, we've had so many coaching departures, so many coaching changes. I mean, um, what was it? Syracuse, um, Sacdino Babers, Texas A&M got rid of Jimbo Fisher. Mm. Uh, Penn State got rid of their offensive coordinator. This like some of this happened in like twenty four hours. Mississippi State got rid of Zach Arnett. A lot has changed. Um, it like Black Monday. Oh, this happens. Like, let me try and find the entire like coaching staff changes. Um, See, it sounds like in the NFL where everyone just gets rid of. Well, I mean, there's going to be maybe ten or twenty. Oh, yeah. you're, talking, oh, you're, talking I mean, you're talking a lot of teams, yeah. Yeah, you're talking 133 college programs. Um, like that, that's change it's is gonna happen. Game, yeah, change is gonna happen, but we just want to highlight a few. I mean, obviously, we know about Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern. We talked about that preseason. Mel Tucker left uh, or got fired from Michigan State. Sorry, just to be politically correct, it is called Black Monday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. It, it is. It, Black Monday is a thing in the NFL. Um, right. So Jimbo Fisher got fired. He ha- Have you seen his uh, buyout? No, I haven't. But I'm guessing it's going to be high. The, the highest buyout of a coach's contract in FBS history prior to Jimbo Fisher was Gus Malzahn from Central Florida at $21 million. Why do I feel like this is going to be a lot... Jimbo Fisher's guaranteed money buyout $75 million. Oh dear. That's a, interesting. Yep. That that's his that is that is Jimbo Fisher's buyout. Um but like this all this all happened within like a week. The following. So, like, so these happened in 24 hours. Jimbo Fisher got sacked uh, fired by AM. Boise State fired Andy Arvalos, who were at the time five and five and were off coming off a victory. Zach Arnett from Mississippi State, who ironically had just lost to AM. And then Brady Hope retired from San Diego State. And then the week after, Dino Babes got fired from Syracuse. Jonathan Smith got uh, resigned from Oregon State to take the position of Michigan State. Uh, New Mexico, Indiana, Houston, UTEP, ULM. Duke, Middle Tennessee, James Madison, Nevada, Tulane, and Wyoming all are searching for new coaches. Some of those are already filled. Uh, Houston got uh, Willie Fritz from Tulane. A&M got Mike Elko, which is a great, great hire. I cannot wait for him to uh, build that program back up. And um, Indiana got Kirk Signetti from James Houston. About a week after he went on to uh, Pat McAfee's show and said, uh, I want to coach here for the rest of my career. Money speed, yeah. money talk. I was going to say, in Indiana's Big Ten program, um, if Signetti can really? get JMU, like the way that he made JMU from FCS, like national title contender, to like transitioning and then an FBS contender. Sunbelt contender immediately yeah. eleven and one, yeah. You, you you knew he was going to go on to bigger and better things. Realistically, it was always there, weren't it? Absolutely. I just hope that they're given the time and probably the cash. I mean, yeah. in Indiana's not like a football school. Obviously, in the new Big Ten, you've got <clears throat> all the all the programs coming in from the Pac-12. I think it's Oregon, Washington, US, USC, UCLA, mm. and then you've got. Already incumbents with Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, the dissolution of the Big Ten West. So they just they have to give them time. I mm. think. Yeah, but, they do. Really, realistically, the problem is now you don't get time, do you? No, I think um, I think Tom Tom Allen got a, about four or five seasons, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have which I think for... I think is. That's still a decent amount of time. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, Tom Allen took Indiana to... He got bowl games in 2019 and 2020, but then he he went 2-10, and 4-8, and 3-9, and his buyout was 20 million. Jeez. 
Jeez, it's not a bad, it's not a bad money, uh, better money to have, is it? No, he was 33 and 49 in his first head coaching job. So it's not like he, but that those three seasons, last three seasons, really did tank him. Mm. But with regards to why does this matter to the transfer portal? Oh, I, for the first day of transfer portals, I'm looking at on three transfer portals right now. 1,345 players are in there. You can really build a team from them players. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Colorado or Charlotte. Um, exactly. Yeah, that is about 10. I think it was like one in 10 or one in five players on going to go into the transfer portal. And it's just insane how it's just wild. It's now college football free agency. And you, you're trying really to keep is. up and you cannot keep up. Uh, I mean, but like, you can't keep up, but there is one person that we do want to keep up with, so now can you spill beans? Not yet. We're not we're doing it. Just, we're going through the... We're just, I'm just going through the motions here at the minute. I'm just going to tell you, like, I mean, uh, Carl McCord, Ohio State quarterback, he's in the I know portal. He went, yeah. that, was, that was a big shock. Massive shock. Dylan Gabriel, um, he's now landed with Oregon. From Oklahoma, mm. that that was a yeah, great pickup for the Ducks. I mean, come on! I mean, they get losing Bo Nick, so get a veteran in there. Uh, Kai Horton from Tulane. Remember the guy that um, nearly took down Old Miss this year? Yeah, he's in the portal. Um, Aiden Childs from Oregon State has gone in the portal. I guess where he's he's gone to Michigan State. I guess who also went to Michigan State? Jonathan Smith, former head coach of the Oregon State Beavers. Yeah. This makes the difference. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say, a couple of... Because these coaches have gone in, they're now, like, moving. The the players have shown loyalty. The thing is, if you get a good coach, I mean, it's like if you get a good job, uh, a good boss, you don't want to leave them, do you? And I can understand why players will go into the portal to go there if the coach has showed them loyalty, etc., yeah, um, there's a couple of others. Brock Vandergriff from Georgia's gone in. He's now with Kentucky. Uh, Riley Duke from uh, Riley Leonard. Sorry, Riley Leonard from Duke. from Duke. Yes, thank you. He's in. Uh, he's expected to go to either Notre Dame or follow Mike Elko to Texas A and M. Um, I mean. That's just the quarterback position. I mean, there's so many talented players at every single position. You can and, certainly build your, your your sort of team now, can't you? Yeah, I was going to say, there's going to be some, a lot of coaches looking, eyeing this portal up, or lying this portal window up, thinking we could get some pieces here that could make or break our next season. Oh, massive. Obviously, with the expansion of the playoff, more chances to get into the college football playoff with a 12 team. Um, Get yourself noticed. Yeah, I mean, um, what was it? Carl McCord, Julian Fleming as well from Ohio State. Mm. He could be going with McCord to Nebraska. That's the uh, the big rumour. Right. I've been holding on to this info for quite a while. I'm surprised you haven't uh, searched it up yourself. But our friend, friend Good, of the show, I didn't want I didn't want to uh, spoil it. Our friend of the show, Justin Jerley, and friend of Matthews, Justin Jerley, former tight end at UConn, has gone into the portal. Now, when this announcement was made on Twitter, a lot of people went into his replies commenting GBO and a lot of the color orange. Um, now, if you don't know, UConn played Tennessee and Justin balled. So the Vols really did want him, but there are some offers from uh, quite a few teams, actually. So, do you want, or quite a few programs. Do you want to hear them? I do. Right. So, this is in revert. So, the latest offer is first. The first offer will be last. Okay. So, cool. reverse chronological order. So, and these aren't programs to just be laughed at. I mean, like, obviously, you've got, you've got a, the first offer I can see on my screen University of South Florida. Yeah. And that's right. Um, well, I mean, Six and six got to a ball. Congratulations, Donovan Jennings, another friend of the NFL. Well, friend of the quick snap. Um, 
now going to be the most experienced player in USF football history. Uh, first season under coach Alex Golesh. Uh, got to the ball. Great culture being built down there. Um, UNLV, uh, again, bit program on the rise. They went to the uh, Mountain West title game. Vanderbilt, uh, SEC program. Yeah. I mean, it's not the greatest SEC program. But it's still an SEC, it's SEC program. program. Uh, Colorado, <laughs> go and play with Coach that, Prime. Yeah, they, that's not a small they, one. And they do have a streak of having, of getting big tight ends in. Like, they did lose them. Uh, this is, uh, what about Sadie Triore? Uh, he was the number two tight end in the portal last year, went to Colorado and then transferred again uh, to Mississippi State. Speaking of Mississippi State, the, uh, the Bulldogs are in there. They are the next offer. Um, hmm. <laughs> Jason Munns, tight end coach, has spoke to uh, Justin Jurley. Jason Munns is tight end coach at the Arizona State Sun Devils. Now that, that would be incredible. <laughs> that is the one I want. Um, speaking of Arizona State, obviously... Um, We've got Cam. Talk as well. about two birds, one stone. But... <laughs> we know the team. <laughs> well, um, they did. The Sun Devils did lose Jalen Conyers, um, tight end to Texas Tech as a graduate transfer. Like he was one of their top weapons. And I've got, I've want to come back to Arizona State in a minute, but like, wouldn't that be cool? Just that like, would be incredible. Just... Having Cam and Justin just in the same room, that'd be insane. Um, Indiana, he also got an offer from them. NC State, uh, he also got... Sorry, just going back, could you imagine a group call with Justin and Cam? This guy's... That would be incredible (laughs) on the same team. He's so excited. I I wish you could see his face. Honestly, that is so exciting. NC State has offered uh, offered him, and he went on a visit there today. There were pictures on his Instagram, on his Instagram story. He looks clean in that. I'll tell you what, side, side Wait, note. Sorry, was that the red one on his... Yeah, the red one. Those yeah, yeah, jerseys yeah. are so, so clean. They are some of the best jerseys in college football. The, NC, the yeah, entire yeah. NC State, like, you know, like, that's off-season talk, because we're going to I want to talk about them, but uh, Houston, the University of Houston uh, offered him, and then the first offer he got the University of Tennessee. <laughs> the Volunteers were the first team to offer him. I kid you not. You can't... The, the thing is, you say that, but do you know when a, a player balls out against you, immediately, you, they're on the radar. It makes, yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. It, it was it literally, it was like, he posted on the 4th of December, I'm officially in the transfer portal. The exact same day, he posted that he got offers from uh, between the, India, the Indiana, NC State, Houston, and Tennessee offers were the first four offers he got, and Tennessee was the first one he posted. I mean, that would be cool. I'd see that it, yeah. Cool. That would be so dope. But I... Anyway, we'll, we'll stop fangirl and everyone. We'll uh, talk about. I don't know. What do you want? Mm, we've been going for what half an hour? Have we like twenty minutes? Half an hour? Should we talk about some ball games? Actually, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's let's. We'll only talk about like what. Do you want to talk about all of them and then just do like the first twenty today and then like the next twenty in another podcast? Because I mean, the next twenty will be the big ones like the peach ball and all that because I'll go and just go and date order. Yeah, let's do it. We're just making it up on the fly as we go. All right, let me get the schedule up. All right, 29th December. Obviously, there's a lot of balls and a lot of them don't really need explaining. But like, it starts on Saturday, postseason starts on Saturday, college football ends soon. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Going to be another off season soon. That's at the... <laughs> no, because this off season I'm very much delving into every single player that could potentially be taken. For once, I can look at a top five pick. Hopefully, you're actually no. We'll not talk about balls because I want to talk about 
Um, we'll talk about the NFL draft, actually. I want to talk about this. Oh, because... trust me. We, me and Tom started talking about the NFL draft. Draft. What? Sorry? What did me you and Tom say? Talking, me and Tom started talking about the NFL draft very, very early. Don't you worry. Me, I, me and Tom have got so many po- like Come on then. Mock drafts Let me hear. already. You've got mock drafts already. It is... uh, well, we can only when did do you start? PFF's crap. Where did you start? Hold on. Let me go back. Because some of us don't have a first round pick this year. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because we might be going to the playoffs on the Elite or Flacco. Anyway, right. So the top five right now, of, we're recording this between um, uh, the conclusion of the Dallas Cowboys-Philadelphia Eagles game and before the two Monday night football games, which will probably have an effect. I mean, Tennessee is currently picking sixth. The Giants picking fifth. They haven't played yet. Sorry, can I just say that on the 15th of November, that Caleb Williams was... The, the favorite by the bookies to be New England Patriots quarterback. That's crazy. Right. Well, well I want to get into this because the first overall pick, it's Chicago's. Obviously, it's not Chicago's naturally. No, it's, it's Carolina's. It's, yeah. Carolina's have been terrible. They, they could been... do with that first round pick, actually. <laughs> That's another thing. That I wanted to get into in another episode, like maybe on the NFL show. But like, if you're the Chicago Bears, and I asked this, you know, I asked this in the big group chat uh, about an hour ago. If you're the Carolina, if you're the Chicago Bears, do you keep Justin Fields, or do you go for Caleb Williams? And I'm I asking think, you this. I think you go for Caleb Williams. Now, here is the reason why. First of all, he's a phenomenal talent. Second of all, you get to restart with that rookie contract and rebuild everything around him. Third thing, you could probably get a decent pick with the way that Justin Fields is playing at the moment. I think we, me and Scott debated this, and we said a first and either a th- and a third or a fourth. I don't think he, I don't think he, he tried. He tried to get two firsts. Wait, what? Who? What? Who for? Uh, Justin Fields. I don't think. I don't think Justin Fields goes for a first at the moment. I think he goes for a second. A second and like a late, like a mid to late round. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I can get. Obviously, age and contract are all on his side, kind of, because he wasn't like a top five quarterback. But then you potentially go if you if you're to take Justin Fields uh, and keep Justin Fields you go Marvin Harrison Jr. first straight up what Chicago Bears take Marvin yeah. Harrison then yeah. you've got DJ Moore and you've got thingy and then you swing back around and get a tackle simple I mean the Bears are currently picking seventh that's without Tennessee or New York playing they are four and eight the Bears uh, Bears, Raiders, and Jets, and Chargers are five and eight currently. Um, like, yeah, I get, yeah. Obviously, we know the Bears need. I think it has to be said that the Bears needs definitely are wide receiver and an tackle, quarterback. Fields might be playing himself back into the good books. A hundred percent. I think the problem that you've got with Fields is they have had shocking tackle play and they've given him zero weapons which ironically is the Patriots problem but there is a lot more than just that but if if he the problem is he's at the end of his rookie contract he has his fifth year option you have to figure out whether you take that fifth year which is probably going to be what 30 mil something like that 25 30 mil Oh, that's a quite. I don't know the value. I will actually. I'll find that out if you just want to keep keep going with your point. So, so essentially, you you either reset the clock and you you build around a, a, a pen, potentially a, a generational talent in Caden Williams. Now, the only problem I have is 
the way Caleb Williams has kind of behaved and the rumours that have come out about him for the last couple of weeks kind of puts me off him a little bit with the way he's reacted. If this is this the um, ownership rumour that you're on about? Yeah, that, I mean that. I that's think not it, happening. That, no, that, I think that is the I think that's ridiculous. Second, yeah. uh, second of all, I don't think he did a press conference and just completely skipped out on a press conference. No, that might have been after the. I think that was is, that was game. after his last game, wasn't it? No, I think it was the oh, Washington game. Like, yeah, yeah, something like that. And then everyone's making a big deal of him going in and crying in the stands. Realistically, that shows emotion. Yeah, that's just it is what it is. That that's not a red flag. The other things potentially are, which I've seen people people say that. I think for me, the ownership thing is false. I think that was just rumor, but the press well, conference thing, you kind of have to step up and own it if you're gonna. Well, exactly. Realistically, could you go if you went to a team like, it, it, for instance, if he went to the Patriots? Um, I, the only reason I'm saying this is because I was listening to a podcast. If he did that to the Patriots, um, kind of fans and stuff like that he'd be ripped to shreds and that's i think he'd be ripped to shreds anyway well re- yeah exactly realistically it, it kind of that's the problem so yeah. i it's a big toss-up realistically i can probably i can probably see him going with caleb williams yeah i, I think i think he overall well, justin fields's fifth year option is um uh, potentially and I say potentially because we don't know the actual um, yeah, value of it. The, legit project, at the, moment, is the it? projection, the projection is twenty one point nine seven eight million because it's split into the basics uh, salaries, the playtime salary, the one Pro Bowl, or the more than one Pro Bowl, and um, it's fully guaranteed. And all the offensive linemen are thrown in, lumped in together. So, like Trevor Lawrence only gets play time. Zach Wilson, Trey Lance gets basic. Um, Jamar Chase gets the multiple Pro Bowls. Kyle Pitts gets the one Pro Bowl, for example. Yeah, as the top five as it runs. So Justin Fields gets play time twenty one point nine seven eight million in twenty twenty five. Yeah, yeah, twenty twenty five. You're thinking ahead of one year ahead of time. So. I, I guess I'm I'm not barging for either. I think this month, this month for Justin Fields may make or break his time in Chicago. I agree. And but if they don't, I, think, I mean, I think on. somebody, somebody will end up with Justin Fields, and I think if he if he ends up on a decent team, like I think me and Dan were talking about, if he ends up in Seattle, Seattle is. I was gonna say Seattle's one name. That, Vegas is another. That's um, it. And they, they've got an out, and then they they go and get Justin Fields, and I think that's not a bad sort of place. The two that are probably the biggest favorites: Atlanta and Minnesota. I can see that. I can also see Kurt going back as well. To be honest. Oh, that's a tough one. That is so. That's a tough one. But oh yeah, yeah. Number two, currently, the New England Patriots. Um, quarterback has to be the move, but I don't think it's see, all see, on him. Here, here, no, here's the thing. Me and Tom have had a very... I mean, me and Tom's pretty much speaking every day about it. And the last one that we put up was at two. You take Marvin Harrison Jr. You then trade... So, say Jalen Daniels is still on the ball at fourteen. You trade okay. your you trade your second round pick, which will be thirty three, I think it is, isn't it? Thirty four. Yeah, no, yeah, thirty four, thirty four, thirty four. Yeah, you trade that away, and you get and you go and get Jalen Daniels. Okay, I mean, I think it it would have to take a Houston Texans type move. Because realistically, I think... but the th- I mean the thing is with us. Realistically, I think Bill's probably out the door. I cannot. The way we've played this year has been 
nauseating. Yeah, I've I've not seen a great game on Patriots. I mean, Germany was terrible. The Chargers game was the absolute worst of probably the worst game of his tenure. And now, there's, there's a lot now, to take from. Now the thing is, you say, "Oh, is that is that my Jones?" Personally, you can't blame it all on him. You have to look at me and Tom said last off season. You need to go out and get a tackle. You need to. Defensive lines been terrible. Yeah, exactly. Well, you need to go and do that. You spent a first round pick on Cole Strange, who was not a first round pick. No chance on earth was he a first round pick. You've not dealt with. A, I mean, the wide receiver room is horrific. And, it, and I mean, the main the, the main thing that you can point to is Pop Douglas is wide receiver one. Before the season, I couldn't tell you who Pop Douglas was. I I hand on exactly I exactly Pop was, and that's damning, and that is a damning indictment on exactly you've Bill not and... you have got the most bang average wide receiver. You've got arguably the worst wide receiver room in the NFL at this moment in time. You've brought Mike Gesicki in, who has done next to nothing. You've got Hunter Hunter Henry, who had a great game Sunday, uh, sorry, Thursday night. Other than that, has barely been targeted. You've brought Bill O'Brien in, who, again, you can't blame it all on him, but it's not been great play calling. You've got Matt Jones, who... Again, there's there's debates whether or not it was Bills, Robert Crafts. Realistically, he's played awfully. Ramondre Stevenson as well. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson, probably the saving grace. The only saving grace that we have is defensively, even with the issues that we've got with injuries, is we still look good defensively. That Barely, is the... but yes. Judon, yeah. Judon and Gonzo being out. But, yeah, yeah, but realistically, we conceded ten points in Germany. We we conceded. Oh yeah, it's it's not been bad, but it's just the offense just needs to help you out a little. Well, Sometimes it has no been the defense as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. That and and that lies with Bill essentially. So yeah. realistically, this season you need a clean sweep. You need to go out, free agency, probably go and get a number one wide receiver then if you do go and get so so the next quarterback has weapons so you go out and get Marvin Harrison or you go and get Malik Neighbors and then yeah Malik Neighbors or one of those kind of actually like top end wide receivers and that's what you need because at the moment we've just we've got nothing there I've got nothing left I think that's the most impassioned I've heard you about the Patriots in a long time. Um, oh, trust me, it's been bad this year. Yeah, now you get to taste what the NFL's... Uh, you've been serving to the NFL for the past 20 years. Um, Arizona. Kyler Murray's been playing well over the two games that he's come back. I mean, they've won the two games against, uh, who did they play? They played Atlanta, and they played Pittsburgh, and they handily beat Pittsburgh as well. Yes, they did. Um, Again, Pittsburgh against us looked fucking awful. They're frauds. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. They're frauds. Um, what's... <sighs> Arizona's a tough one to read. I think Olu Fashanu will probably be the pick at, at offense tackle. Yeah. I think that that's probably given. I mean, unless you someone trades to. up or um, one of the other offensive tackle need te- and teams come in, I think he's the pick there. I um, obviously they've got Houston's first rounder. There's plenty of wide receivers on the table, but I think exactly. yeah. Alu Fashanu uh, should be the pick, or at least an offensive tackle. Obviously, there's. Uh, or it's going to change between now and week the end of week 18. But you've got teams queuing up behind them. I mean, Washington, they need a tackle desperately. That line has they, been... Yeah, they do. For how bad that line is, Sam Howell is incredible. He looked very... Again, he 
somehow, somehow, if given an offensive line, I said I got ridiculed for this. Given an offensive line, I think he'd be a good fine. quarterback. Yeah. He's a great. He's a good quarterback now. I just think he's been oh, sacked yeah. what forty, fifty times already, which is not. A, it's not what you want, is it? Most sacked you be in football. I mean, what is it? Jace, uh, who's on the board? Joe Alt, JC Latham, probably. Yeah. Two tackles there. Talise Fuaga from Oregon State as well. Um, the Giants. Quarterback? May. Drake May? Possibly. Is that the yeah. pick? Um, Tennessee, another offensive line team, I think. Um, they've torn that down. And haven't rebuilt. I mean, they lost Taylor Lewan and here, Ben Jones so, this offseason. Here we go. Go on. Do you think that Mike Rabel will still be there? Yes. You think? Yes. I think he's a great coach. And Yes. I, but have you not heard the rumours about he's unhappy with... First of all, he was unhappy with the AJ Brown trade. I think a lot of people were. I think because it was they, such a small, in the grand scheme of things, obviously, if you haven't heard what the, it was like four million. Yeah. The 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 last the, impasse was about four million, which Tennessee could easily have stumped up. But but then they changed the GM, didn't they? And I don't. They changed the what? They changed the GM. Yes, they did. And and I think now there's a bit of a. There's mismatch rift, yeah. between him and the old, uh, the new GM. Yeah, the new GM probably wants to build the team in his own image, hit the reset button and all that. Exactly. Um, and then you got Chicago's second pick, tackle. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Vegas. This could be the first Jaden Daniels spot. This could be I the first know, one. They li- they apparently really like thingy, don't they? They apparently really like um. Aiden O'Connell. He's been doing well, but I mean, well, if you watched last night's highlights, not not going to talk about that because that was that that was probably that, the worst game. I time. thought that the Patriots versus the Giants was going to be the worst game in history. Then I thought it was going to be the Patriots versus the Chargers was going to be the worst game in this year, and then I saw that game <laughs> mid. But like. Obviously, Vegas is just a strange one to read. Obviously, they had Jimmy G. They've got Aiden O'Connell. They could obviously upgrade that with a quarterback in the draft. They could get a weapon. Yeah. Lions been holding up defensively. They could go. They could go anywhere. Jets offensive line, book it. Got to be. Got to, Has be. to be. If they can, if they let Aaron Rodgers get killed again like they did Week One. Then I'm well, sorry. Just, I mean, they're a, they're a joke, aren't they? Realistically, if they don't, it's sheer incompetence from uh, Joe Douglas and Robert well, Sala. Yeah. It's sheer incompetence because to let what has happened, what has transpired, transpire. I mean, obviously, some of the injuries aren't their fault. They should replace no. the turf at MetLife. They did but, replace the turf. At, they have replaced the turf at MetLife. It should be artificial. It should be grass. No, I, it should uh, be grass. It, it should be every yeah, but every single stadium should be grass. Grass. Yeah. Only, I'm pretty sure the only teams that don't use grass are the Saints, the Falcons, and the MetLife. Wrong. I believe wrong because the Patriots is as well. Is it turf? Yes. Is it but... grass or is it? Okay. No, it's turf, but that's going to have to change because the 2026 World, Six World Cup, here, yeah, and every t- every stadium that's getting the World Cup has to be actual turf. Yeah, that's fine. I think that's that should it should just be old. That means MetLife's going to have to change. MetLife does have uh, change, so mm. it's not far away. Chargers, that's been a train wreck of a season. They just need coach. Yeah. Brandon Staley is terrible. Um, but... Well, again, that's a potential landing spot for if Bill goes, isn't it? Like these Bill rumours swirling. I'm not a big fan of the Bills Belichick's going to get traded. Or I, don't think leave. Get traded. I don't think you'll get traded. 
I think it's, it's, I it's just one of those things I don't like to hear. And I think it it's not doesn't make me uneasy in a way. I just don't think like obviously Bill is the Patriots, Patriots is Bill. If he does it, I think he's gonna retire. If he if he goes See, if he leaves, I, no, I, he I think they'll do what they did to the Patriots what they did with uh, Tom, let him go, walk free and choose his next destination. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, I guess. Um but yeah, Chargers defense does not need to be stated. No defense all the way. Defense has to start first. Tight end next. Um, wide receiver Quentin Johnston hasn't been the greatest. I mean, I caught some. I, mean, from, a, I caught it was some a boss black. Play, yeah, I I kind of caught some flack from Scott for that, and rightly so because. Yeah, he had a, he's had a couple of drops this year that weren't the best. He's just I not mean, been good this year, has he, realistically, no. from what you're getting out of a first-round pick? No. Um, Atlanta, I mean, they're in the market for a quarterback next year for, yeah. in this offseason. I think that's that's a state. Yeah. Wide receiver, outside of Drake. I mean, Drake London, that catch yesterday, my God. I mean, Pierce went was, off yesterday as well, didn't he? Carpets did go off. Um, but like edge and wide receiver is probably the top two. Yeah, I think I think that could be a Malik Namers landing spot. I can um, see that. New Orleans, new coach. <laughs> I'm just gonna straight up say new coach, edge, wide receiver. Um, potentially, potentially again a quarterback. Michael Penix Jr., Jaden Daniels. I mean, Derek Carr's not been the greatest. Let's be honest. But no, he hasn't. Again, play has been bad. It's so 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 bad. Um, Seattle again, another quarterback spot. Potentially, this isn't like a potentially team, Michael Penix. Yes, stays in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, this isn't a team that you think there's a lot of holes because, like, on the surface, they're, it a does built, look... they're a built team, but again, I think potentially, potentially, you could go wide receiver. Tyler Lockett is obviously getting older, they beef up the defensive line. The, yeah, defensive line, do you beef up sort of positions you've already got and then just bring someone in and and actually do something for the future? I mean, they've got Charbonnet and Walker at running back. They're pretty much set there. Lockett, Metcalf, JSN, Bobo at wide receiver, tight end probably. I mean, they've got Will Disley. Yeah, possibly. Um, Brock Bar- They're not going to be in the Brock Bauer sweepstakes, let's be honest. It's it's crazy considering we had Brock Bowers potentially going as like a four uh, fourth overall pick and yeah. look at where we are and we've not mentioned his name yet. I was gonna say Brock Bowers could be a Chargers pick. Yeah, Brock I could, Bowers could be going to the Chargers, I'd say. But that would be an awful, awful thing to do with what they've got on defense. Yeah, that's true. Just I paper mean... over, just papering over the cracks. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, like. When you look at this, and like Bowers is a freak, freak connection. hundred percent, yeah. But, but like, if you look at the prospects this year, it's a heavy, heavy offensive draft. Last like twenty twenty two was a heavy defensive defense. draft. Yeah. Like this year, it's heavy defense, uh, heavy offensive. Laatu, Laatu, Jason Newton, maybe the top two. Chop Robinson. Yeah. Uh call him Kinstra, Dallas Turner as well, Jared Verse. Um this is all just a list that hasn't That's been yeah. up, hasn't been updated with like returns to school, transfers, so on and so forth. Yeah. Like some guy, I think it was um Clemson linebacker, I think it was Barrett Carter is going back to Clemson, which is a big surprise. But like um guys like Cooper Dijon. Cameron Kitchens, he's coming out this year. Um, yeah. Amaris Mims, I haven't uh, mentioned him. He's been a bit injured this year, but like he's tackled maybe what number three or four. I mean, you've got JC Latham, Fuaga, Alt, Fashanu. It's a heavy, it's a big class this year, like offensively. So you can get some weapons. The Rams have a first overall, uh, first rounder. Let's go. For the first time ever. 
Yeah, that's first in a long time. Um, they're there or there about. They're strange again. Strange team to read because they're they have pieces, but they haven't got like a fully fleshed out team. It just seems like they're relying on something. Like yesterday, they played well, but like they need pieces everywhere. So it's like, oh yeah, like that defense is so young. I mean, in the offseason, we was talking about it. Like Aaron Donald's on twenty two million. The next highest owner was two million. So yeah. an an edge there would be great alongside him. Fifteen Arizona. Oh, you'd go for the one of the two that you haven't got already. Uh, Denver. Hmm. Denver yeah. take because quarterback was all. It was always like first six weeks of the season. Hey, it's going to be quarterback versus terrible. And it's now he's shown up again. He he was always like this. Yeah, it was never his fault this season. Like last season, he was bad, but like this season, he's been decent. Yeah, he has. He's he's definitely been a lot better. Um, Buffalo wide receivers, corners. Yeah, yeah. They they need. I'll tell you what they need because I I keep. Well, they don't need it, but I don't think the running game. Has been as productive as they should, is it should yeah, be? That's, I mean, that's been the built like the builders. It's been the Achilles all heel. the time. It has been yeah. the running game is just not there. Yeah, uh, that could be a wide receiver slot. Kalen King, Cooper DeJean could go there as well. Uh, we'll just wrap this up with the non-playoff teams because there there are only eighteen. Because things will because things will change. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, and then the Bengals. They've lost Joe Burrow, but they don't need quarterbacks. Running back, Chase Brown uh, popped off yesterday a little bit. Joe Mixon's still there. Wide receiver, I think. T. Higgins is going. Yeah, T. Higgins is off. Uh, I think Tyler Boyd's also a free agent this season, so that's wide receiver two and three. Offensive line, because why is it not fixed? Defensively, not much. No, defensively, oh, I don't think there's masses. Interior, maybe? Tight end? Yeah. No, that could tight be a spot. That involves a trade-up, I think. That would be a trade-up, but like, Brock Bowers on that offense, that would be disgusting. Yeah, exactly. That would be terrifying. But luckily, we won't need to see that happen because it won't happen. And if it does happen, then the NFL's messed up. Somewhere along the line, because well, I mean, if they play, where what's the Titans looking like this year? I mean, they've got Brock Bowers, uh, Jatavion Sanders from Texas, Team Bell might be coming out, Kid Stover, Ben Sinnott. So there's there's players there. I I just don't want to see that happening because that would be terrible for the AFC North. But thanks for that thought. Matt, Sorry, Matt. And, and thank you for uh, discussing college ball, even though it turned into a uh, NFL team. No, it was, technically, it was technically an early NFL draft. It was an NFL draft. It was an NFL draft very early preview. And we can't wait for this offseason because it's going to be amazing. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. All right. Well, you can tune into that in the offseason when that happens. Uh, we will be back either Thursday or or Saturday to record you'll be hearing this hopefully before then and you'll be hearing that before next weekend Um, we'll be back with bowl previews first 20 Um, we'll do picks as well yep yeah we can do a head to head this year let's go All right. Um, if you want to keep up to date with us um, quick snap UK Instagram don't really use X or Twitter, whatever it's called today. Uh, and if you're hearing us, hello, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Matt, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.
Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.